With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. So today I wanted to mention the fact that uh, you and I have talked before about how we understand that if we've got trouble in our marriage, the, the ultimate solution is not red roses and chocolates for your wife. Uh, if, if you're struggling with uh, viewing inappropriate material or have substance addictions, the solution is really not as simple as reading a self-help book uh, or joining uh, a 12-step program. Uh, or throwing your computer out the window, as helpful as those things may be, the real solution is getting to the heart of the matter. And that requires spiritual reflection and healing. It requires repentance. It requires tearing the root of the weed out from your heart. It requires cutting the head off of the dragon of selfishness and sin that lives inside of your heart that is producing the addiction and the infidelity and the abuse. If we simply look at the fruit, we'll never get rid of the problem. We've got to recognize that the fruit was produced by the root in the heart and then rip out the culprit and heal the heart by getting in relationship with God. Make sense? The root always produces the fruit. Good heart, good fruit. Bad heart, bad fruit. Jesus said that. Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the what's stored up in your heart comes either kindness or hatred. So today, I want to bring up the fact that there is a very important election that is going on in the state of Virginia for the governor. I've got friends and family in Virginia, and while we don't often talk about politics and elections, we do often talk about the principles that make for a free and just and moral nation that honors God. This election is so important, and the only hope for Virginia becoming a good and godly state over the long haul is for the spiritual root in Virginia to begin to produce good fruit in the area of civil government. How does it wind up in a state like Virginia with so much rich and wonderful history of godliness and character end up with a governor who, see a uh, a child like this, someone who's understands medicine and life and has been elected to serve the people, how does a governor of a state end up saying things like, when you see a, a baby like this who, who's severely deformed, that baby can be delivered, that, that infant rather would be delivered, that infant, infant would be comforted, and then that infant would be resuscitated if the mother 
wanted it to be, and then there would be a discussion, uh, obviously about what to do with regards to allowing the baby to live or not with these severe deformities. I mean, th- this is functionally an afterbirth abortion being considered and wanting to be legalized. How does that happen in a state like Virginia? How does it happen that there is uh, the current governor with regard to education of our children, which, by the way, is a responsibility that God gave to parents, train up your children in the way they should go. How does a governor of a state like Virginia say, quote, I don't think that parents should tell schools what to teach their children. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Parents are the ones who are paying the money to fund the school and hire the teachers and pay for the textbooks and turn on the lights and purchase the desks and the pens and pencils to help them educate their children and train them up in the way that they should go like God has told them to. And you have a governor saying, no, parents shouldn't be telling schools what to teach their children. Well, then who should? The government? How do you wind up with fruit that does not reflect goodness and righteousness and faith and beauty and truth? Well, our principle from before, you've got to look at the root. Simply swapping out governors may be a short-term fix, but the long-term solution is the spiritual root of Virginia, which is what? the family of faith. It's like the spiritual root of California. It's the family of faith. As goes the family of faith, there goes the state. There goes the nation. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian Healthcare Ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your health care the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's health care. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. And so my point is, where was the family of faith years ago when governors without respect for life and truth and without moral conviction that is based on the truths of the Ten Commandments and the Word of God, how do they get into positions of leadership? It's because of the lack of maintaining our 
our, our own house, our own state for years and years and allowing the termites to get into the wood. You see that little house back there? I've had termites. If I don't maintain my landscaping, if I don't maintain the paint on the wood, if I let it get wet and moldy, it invites termites in because I'm neglecting the maintenance of my house. And if you and I neglect the political and spiritual and moral maintenance of our state, the termites will infect the very structure of our civil government. And they've done it in the school boards. They've done it at the, at the state level. So I shouldn't get mad at the termites, should I? I should just step up as the owner of the house and take care of what God's given to, to me to take care of. We shouldn't get mad at the school board per se and get mad at the termite governors who lack morality and, and the fear of the Lord per se. We should step up to the plate as the family of faith, the root of the problem and the root of the solution and begin to take care of the house that God's given us. How do we do that? We need to begin praying a lot more. We need to repent of our inactivity and our complacency and our apathy with regard to our own children's education. And I am encouraged because I'm seeing that happen. But it's not an overnight solution. People are on their faces praying today for the governor in Virginia to be a good man, a godly man, someone who fears the Lord and understands that life is precious from conception until natural death and that children's hearts and minds are to be shaped and informed and instructed primarily directed by the parents and what they want their children to be taught, not what a government bureaucracy and a godless, termite-infested leadership wants to teach them in order to undermine what the parents find most important. Hey, listen, I'm a parent. I can't help but be passionate about these things. I'm a Christian. I'm your brother in the family of faith, and I'm feeling convicted. I need to hear this so that I step up more. I have a friend, pastor in Texas who emailed me today and he said, Kirk, I'm really hoping the American Campfire Revival takes off. I hope it spreads. We need it. And I hope it leads more and more people to Jesus while there is still time. He said this, he said, the door of the ark is still open, but it won't stay open forever. That, that is a very poignant reference to Noah's Ark, the flood was coming, the flood of wrath and destruction because of sin. The judgment of God was coming. And while the door to the Ark was open, the point is you can still get in and be protected. You can still get in and be sheltered. But it doesn't stay open forever. And he wants people to come into relationship with God. So do I to get into that covenant relationship with our loving maker and sustainer and protector and provider. That's why we gather here. The door to be sheltered 
from the judgments that may come upon this nation in full force, that may strip us of our freedom. That door is open now, but it won't stay open forever. The flood of totalitarian government leadership utilizing and preying on the fears of people and utilizing even the church and religion and people's fear of being socially outcast, of being financially bankrupted. When we put our hope in those things, we're easily manipulated. The door to the ark of shelter is open and we must go in through repentance, turning from what's wicked and faith, trusting in God and in following his ways. If we will do that and do it quickly while the door is still open, there's great hope for us. That's why I meet with you. Why do I continue to meet with you daily? Because I want a country for my my newly married daughter and all of my children and my sons-in-laws and daughters-in-laws and our grandchildren to have a nation that is free. And there is no time for me to sit on the bench. That's why I'm meeting with you. That's why I I take the time to make a fire. My wood's kind of wet tonight. It's not burning as brightly. I've got to order more wood. I've got to make sure I'm here with you. I've got to study up. I've got to read up. I've got to pay attention. I need to pray with you. I need to gather with you. I need to do everything that I'm calling you to do. Would you please invite more people to gather with us and pray with us? Would you please tell people? Would you please begin sharing these things you're learning with other people? I've tried to create resources for you so that it's easier for you to share. You can find all of those at the website. AmericanCampfireRevival.com I'm praying that more and people will climb into the ark and we as the family of faith will see revival in this nation before the flood of judgment comes. Because God will never be mocked and he promises if we choose to sin, we choose to suffer. We can't blame the rotten fruit, the rotten political fruit, the rotten moral fruit and spiritual fruit, it's always the result of the root. And the root is you and me. Let's get our part right. And then we can trust God for the good fruit. So that's my thought for you this evening. Thanks so much for joining me. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.